Welcome to the Born and Raised Audio Experience. Presented by Onyx. Welcome back to the Born and Raised Audio Experience, brought to you by Onyx Hunt. Had to throw all that out there, but today's a, today's a special <laughs> one. You guys didn't even say anything, nothing, not even a giggle. It was a good plug. It was a good plug. Um, anyway, so we are bear hunting today. This podcast is going to be pretty awesome, honestly, because I got two really, really good friends with me and, um, and big people in the industry. In so the to, industry. So to speak. So to speak. I mean, he's, he's a pretty big deal. Pretty big deal. Got Craig from uh, Six Sour, and Craig, what are, you're the head of the optics division of Six Sour. That's right. Well, that's pretty pretty strong. I'm not. That's the what he- I tell everybody. I'm not the head, but uh, I do uh, sales operation support. So, kind of more the face of the brand because I've got to make sure customers are happy. Uh, so, which you've dealt we- with today. Of course, yes. Uh, up here in the mountain, uh, absolutely rolled out the uh, laptop and tried to help out a couple of customers, and definitely worked with my people. So, awesome. uh, but yeah, but essentially um, manage customer service and technical services, and then I also am sales channel support for our sales marketing people. So definitely a, a good crossover role. I told a lot of people you're the head of marketing, so you, you, know, you, you <laughs> might want to. <laughs> I'll temper that next time, but yeah, I'll let people know that. Sorry about that. That's okay. Uh, I mean, I'll take it, but uh, in humble pride, I'll just correct you next time. There you go. There you go. <laughs> no problem. We Thanks. also got Joe with us. So, Joe, um, if you guys were at any of the sports shows this year, uh, whether it be Portland or Salt Lake City, or the Joe, last three years. That's true. Three, was, yeah. Have you been three years? Three years. Three years. Why haven't you left us? It's too I, good. I don't know. Just nothing better going yes, on. Just keep drawing me back. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, he helped us out at all the sports shows for the last few years, and uh, just a great guy. This year, I said we're going bear hunting, and you said, "Yeah, right, right." I promised you other you break, things. In you the break, past. you break a lot of promises. I break but a lot of promises. <laughs> you came through with this one. <laughs> oh man, yeah, I didn't get you. I'm sorry, you didn't hug Ranella. I'm so sorry. Well, hopefully he's listening to this. He's gonna come give me a big old hug next I time. I guarantee it. You know, I, I said, you know, I, I could get you in that. I could get you, and I didn't. I did not. It's okay. That's all right. But um, anyway, we're up at Bear Camp right now and sitting around the tent. Right, uh, what is it about? 70 degrees outside it's warm it's a beautiful yeah, it's definitely day warm. so we kind of seek some shade here trying to um trying to just kind of wait the day out that that's the thing about bear hunting that we've found and maybe other people will say different but a lot of the bear hunting that we've done is in the afternoon so it's that four o'clock till eight thirty in the evening is, is when we see majority of our bears yeah we could be out right now and and going around but the units that we're going to go to we have kind of a a pattern of how we hunt this thing and usually it's in the afternoon it's an afternoon game yes so as we saw last night joe what happened last night set the scene set the scene for us i think we killed a bear last night you don't think (laughs) oh we did kill a bear (laughs) yeah yeah no we were uh last night was pretty awesome uh what are we on a two-day hunt two-day two-day hunt that's a pretty that's a pretty small window 
pretty short hunt. Well, we definitely want to leave it to the last day, so we took care of it early. Good call. Yeah. Good call. That's what we do. Yeah. We got more people coming in, actually, this afternoon with tags. So we're going to turn from hunters into guides now. So Joe's going to kind of tell them, hey, don't do that. Don't. Yeah, you don't. Don't. Don't be, don't be an idiot. I'm a seasoned professional now. Yeah, you are. <laughs> <laughs> no, but last night was pretty special. It was a lot of fun. We saw, what did we see last night? Six, six, six bears? Six, six bears, bears in all. Yeah. And um, anyway, ended up shooting the the nicest bear we saw. Yeah, I think definitely, so. Yeah. Definitely the nicest bear we saw. It was about 160 pounds, I would say, somewhere in there. It was a, yeah, it was 400, a good 460 pounds. Yeah. Yep. Four, it was 465 <laughs> on the hoof. Got it. <laughs> um, no, it was it was it was an awesome hunt. Awesome hunt last night. So tonight should be awesome too. But uh, I just want to sit down. We've been trying to keep steady with these podcasts and trying to keep going on this. And and um, it was good to have Craig and Camp and Joe. And uh, let's talk. It's let's great talk to be some, here. Let's talk some optics. Yeah, we can talk optics. Talk uh, optics. I think just in general, it was just funny getting to this point, too, because oh my Joe, getting us and our calendars to align and things going on in life um, was actually quite humorous, and which is perfect because this camp has been nothing but laughs left and right. It's been a couple, great, and, great uh, Decent. I'm glad it worked out. I'm glad that you finally told me just, no, we're going this day. Joe is here, and you're just going to have to let, you know, SIG, SIG life at the office lay, and everything's at home solid, so you're going. You're two days, because that's all I'm asking, two days. That's a cool thing about what we do. It's called partners, right? <laughs> Absolutely. Partners. Accountability partners. But if the partner never shows up, what is that? What is that? Well... You have a nice camp by yourself, I suppose. <laughs> me, and Joe, me and Joe would have a blast. Oh, man, it has been a blast. So, yeah, let's talk optics. Uh, where do you want to go? Where no, do you want to go into so, that? So, Sig, um, and I, I do want to touch on, uh, actually, I'll ask Joe a little bit, too, as far as we've been shooting these guns, the new guns. They're called the the Sig Cross. So the the, the, the background behind this gun um, let's. I would love to get into that a little bit, and then what's the differences of this gun versus any other gun that you're going to see? And yeah, they all go boom, but there's obviously a difference in every all the all the the work and and the craftsmanship that went into this exact gun. Yeah, of course. So I I think from the get go, the name Cross uh, really uh, we wanted to be able to market a firearm that really is a hybrid it's a crossover so we wanted to be able to produce a rifle that was extremely accurate um two-stage trigger uh, one's one piece forged aluminum receiver so if people wanted to let's say start into competitive shooting it would be a great rig for that mm-hmm. uh as well as uh the backcountry hunter or the guys they're hunting off of uh, out of their pack or spike camping or in this case uh we've been enjoying you know tooling down the road on on uh baku life bikes so i mean electronic or battery powered bikes has been great so we want to just keep it lightweight so the cross being uh without any optical hardware or anything else is six comes in at six and a half pounds and I think, which is uh, pretty incredible, and breaks and a breaking stock, break yeah. down the uh, nice. 
to right, roughly 25 inches in so whether you can strap that on the back of your pack or if you need to put it into a yeah. interior pack it's completely uh feasible and in my experiences hunting uh bears earlier in uh in may um excuse me april um just be able to be hands-free in some of that terrain was a lifesaver oh man and and i think uh we didn't have to take obviously the rifle down to the bear last night but if we had to have I mean, that was, we were crawling. Yeah. We were literally crawling and feet all over slag and, and, you know, wind limbs ball, and all windfall. Limbs, so uh, you know how that is, uh, which is just huge to be able to be hands-free, I think, in that situation. Because the reality is, in most cases, unless uh, you're enjoying a still hunt uh, through the woods, you're going you're gonna to have time, whether you're spot stock or, you know, like in our case last night, we, we did walk up on that bear feeding and right. we had time. Yeah. You had time to get the rifle out, set it up. We had plenty of time to get uh, the Oscar 8 set up, phone yep. scope system and everything. And you had the camera on. Yep. And uh, obviously, uh, Trigger Man Joe was getting really itchy. Oh, but yeah. Doc told, over I, here. I, just I, I told you guys that on we the told, way up. We told him it wasn't quite as urgent as the OK Corral. We had a little time. Yeah, we had a little time. OK. But anyways. Uh, so that's really where the cross came from. Uh, skeletonized stock, uh, just super accurate barrel. It's, you know, down the road being, uh, the, the way that the barrel setup is in the receiver. Uh, very easy to replace, re- you know, swap out barrels if you like. If you want to go lighter weight or if you want to go a different caliber, it's, it's all 16, feasible. right? Uh, currently, yeah, the three, the 308 and the uh, 277 Sig Fury is going to be a 16-inch barrel. It's crazy. And, and a 16-inch barrel, and we're shooting. So, Wyatt, my 13-year-old son, shot his bear at, what was it, 485, I think it was? Right, out, right, right, right under 500 yards, which, you know, growing up, from my perspective, it's like, that's a long ways. I mean, that's back then, the old Ot 6 Dad would just say, just hold on the top of his back. You know, you remember those days? It's just like, you know, now it's uh, with the with the system that we have. And um, it, it's just, I have the, the kilos, 3,000s, I think they are, aren't they? Absolutely. Yes, I got it right. Anyways, my which is my binoculars. And I just hit a button on the binoculars. And that's the cool thing. So every state is different. Um if you guys have watched our videos back in when I was hunting in Wyoming for elk, Wyoming, the BDX system, let's touch on that just a little bit as far as like. Absolutely. That's important. Yes. I, I think it, let's, let's just kind of break it down as far as what that is and, and what that technology offers. Yeah. And I'd love to, cause that's uh, here in our home state of Oregon. We have not fully been able to utilize our ballistic data exchange system, BDX system, uh, in the means of which we really had developed it. And that was to be able to, uh, synchronize a custom ballistic, uh, profile built through the app. Correct. Um, and then calibrated the muzzle velocity and get our accurate drops, um, out to really 800 yards. Uh, so with that system, it's, it's range, it's paired with the scope, the Sierra 3 scope or Sierra 6 here coming shortly. And then that would give you an, a precise illuminated holdover point in which you put that dot dot right on your target. Um, you got some wind calls in there, of course, but you know, last night we had zero wind, so it, was, it wasn't an issue. But um, in general, you were really, we're trying to allow 
new hunters or inexperienced hunters or even those that have hunted in the woods for years to be able to be a lot more confident uh, and be able to make it, one, make a decision that they're making an ethical shot, but two, that they're confident that they're going to make a, a lethal Kill. Lethal kill. Yeah. So, yeah. and that's great. So here in Oregon, uh, we are not able to use that system. Um, our yeah. rangefinder that communicates with the scope uh, and gives us that illumin- illuminated hole point. But what we are able to do, like you said, we built the gun profile in the app. You've downloaded it onto those Kilo 3000 BDX or any of our BDX handheld rangefinders. Um Like, I, I was prepared to be able to do that, but you being our guide last night, we're, you were... Absolutely dialed. Real deal stuff. Absolutely dialed. Real deal had, stuff. I'll you send had you guys a, the, the you, bill. The you had this. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yes. And I will gladly pay it because Joe is a happy hunter. Joe crushed right. Crushed it. Crushed it. What was it? How far was it? Joe? It was like 261 or 263, yeah, something like that. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. So what we were able to do, though, uh, you ranged it. Which is totally. You know, so, so the legality is in Oregon or Idaho, right? Those are the two states, right? Yeah, we're going to have issues. Uh, in Oregon, we can use our VDX system um, with our uh, BDC reticle system with fixed fixed holds uh, because it just becomes a BDC-type reticle. Uh, but in Idaho, it's uh, our scope is not legal um, Oh, it's not at legal all, in Idaho at, at all. all because of uh, the Bluetooth uh, capabilities. Um, basically, you cannot have a weapon-mounted optic that uh beyond an illuminated reticle so basically you can't have electronics um but you could do what we did last night uh you certainly could yeah yeah so in oregon that are are yeah correct absolutely yeah i don't I, obviously it's a conversation that we could go deep elaborate and deep so yes yeah uh last night was completely legal in oregon and would be uh, legal in idaho as well yeah so uh you ranged it 260 you got the adjustment uh we were shooting uh our whiskey five scope yeah. uh in our million hunting reticle so that's an MRAD adjustment and uh you it were able you were able to just to dial up uh 0.6, point six yeah. uh yep. zero to hundred yards there was no wind and all joe had to do at that point was hold the dead on crosshairs our and our quad flex reticle directly on where he was aiming and which was an absolutely beautiful shot yeah no, uh, it it makes it simple, and and the thing that, the thing that, especially with Oregon, the thing that, to me, with uh, the BDX system and stuff, and and yeah, Oregon doesn't, you know, they don't allow it to just directly talk the rangefinder to the scope, saying, yeah. okay, this is what you need to do. Um, the, where I can see that super handy, and um, is what I've taken out a lot of youth hunting. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. The biggest thing, what is the biggest words that you hear when taking a youth? I can't find it. I can't find it, Dad. I can't find it in the scope. I can't I can't see him. I can't see him. And then when he gets on him, the deer, and especially with the technology of guns these days, you can use these guns that, you know, they will shoot a 1,000 yards. I'm not saying I'll do it, but at the same time, it's got capabilities to shoot out that far. And like Wyatt, Wyatt's probably a better shot than I am. He's a very, very good rifle shot. And it's just like, but the hard part is, is get it in the scope and then ranging it and going, okay, now son, you have to dial. So then he gets his head out of the scope, has to dial the range, find the deer again or the animal or the target. And it's like, okay, he's moving up the hill, moving up the hill, you know, and it's, it's a, it's a more difficult deal for that. 
Oh, yeah. And, and I've been in the field at plenty of consumer demo events in uh, the youth um, that get behind the rifle testing the BDX. It's just mind-blowing that when they are impacting steel out to 800 yards in, in, in on single single shots, it's like it's a game changer. And it's, it's really what, uh, our community needs. And it's frustrating that Oregon hasn't accepted it because, you know, most, most hunters are of the, uh, baby, baby boomer generation. Yeah. And some, th- yeah. that's an aging generation. And a lot of those people are just not in the woods anymore. So we really need to have a, a you know, uh, influx of youth or new hunters. And so it's great. You say that about why my son, Isaac's the same way. It really, it allows him to understand the concept of, 100%. of how the reticle works. Um, and it's absolutely. confidence, right? It's at yeah. the end of the day, it's well, confidence in the shot. Well, it's confidence yeah. in everything. It's like when you see that, like you're saying, they're banging steel at however long range. It's just like they see that and that just builds confidence in, yeah. and, it, and it makes them want to do it more, you know? And that's, yeah, that's the whole success factor. It's like exactly. people that are having success are probably having fun and they're going to want to do it again. Yep. And, yep. you know, not, I know Joe had we kind of took, you know, I'm not the pipes right there. I'm not letting <laughs> no. Joe talk. I'll, I will say, <laughs> you know, <laughs> Joe, a very successful uh, archery hunter, hadn't been behind the rifle, so to speak, in quite some time. And I think it's been a while. I think you felt really comfortable with what we had going on yesterday, and it was no question asked. You were ready. Yeah. I mean, you were ready to rock and roll. Yeah, you took and your I, off. You're like, we're shooting. And we're I think, shooting. and I think, that, I think a little of that was the, the system that you were pretty confident. You've been seeing the success uh, yeah. with born and raised guys and other things that we've been doing. And yep. I don't, I don't exactly. I had a lot of confidence. You were ready to go, but I mean, you went to work. You, I mean, it was maybe half second when that bear finally turned <laughs> to the right broadside. I mean, you were stacked and racked and it was on its way. I was yeah. feeling comfortable. Oh yeah. I was ready to roll. It was, Joe, please just wait till, wait till we get a phone scope. Wait till we get a phone scope. <laughs> I, I, think wait, it was, I waited. I, yeah. Oh no, you did. And I think, I think it was Craig that was just like, okay, that's our, that's our opportunity. When he turned, when he turned broadside, I'm like, oh crap. Now I got to figure out my camera. I'm doing all this. And anyway, it worked out awesome, man. Just hammered, hammered him. But, um, but no, that's, um, let's, let, let's go back. Let's go back a little bit to yesterday, Joe. Let's, uh, Yesterday going out, um, you've been here before with me. Yep, second trip out. Second trip out. We did a what? We did a two and a halfer. Yeah, two and a halfer. Yep. Yeah, two and a half days or so already. And um, how? What was that? A month ago? It was about Probably. a yeah, yeah, I don't, yeah. In the last May, in the end of May, some yeah, yeah rain. Like that. Oh, that last day, we did. <laughs> last see some, day we got soaked. We saw some bears. Uh, we did see. Didn't we see? We, we saw, saw Scruffy. Saw one bear. We saw one bear. Scruffy. We saw Scruffy. Which we saw yesterday. Which we did see again yesterday. Same bear. And he yeah. was going to take a bullet. The guy's taunting us. Yeah. He was going to take a bullet. So we said we saw six bears yesterday. But so in Oregon or anywhere, honestly, um, if the bears, and I don't, I don't think it's a written rule. I don't think, but I'm not, I would have to check on that. But if they have this year's cubs. Yeah, you're not allowed to shoot them. It's no bueno. Yeah, we're not going to shoot them anyway. It nope. just Yeah, it's just not a good situation. But a lot of times they'll still have last year's Cubs with them, which will be a year and a half old, and uh, totally legal to shoot. Totally legal. Yep. Um, but yesterday we saw our first, uh, second 
Second set of bears. Yeah, we saw Second set, yep. the one just, it was in our lives and out of our lives just really, really quick. But um, the second set had two cubs. <laughs> That's a good way to put it. Yeah, yeah. It had two cubs with it, and we were, yeah. Nope, we're not shooting that. Not shooting that one. Yeah. It's a good-looking bear, though. Oh, it was a beautiful-looking beautiful bear. Beautiful bear. Yeah, yeah. And um, it was just it was just a fun time. Uh, what, is you, what do you think as far as, like, yesterday's hunt? And I don't want to just go on and on. Me, I want you guys to talk about, like, just the elk and the, all of that stuff. I mean, the time of year and it's just getting out. Joe? I'll, it was a blast. We got here, what, 2 o'clock yesterday? In the afternoon, yep. yeah, yeah we met, rolled we met in town and then came out to camp. What about three thirty-four and hit the road and ran out and uh, started glassing and man, we saw elk, saw some bulls, cows, yeah. saw lots of animals. It was cool. It was a good time. We had bulls within bow range. Bo- yeah, crazy. I, a good bull. Yeah, I I think yeah. as um, outdoors people. The experience we had yesterday, um, beyond uh, you know killing a bear, which yes, that was the reason why we're here was sure. to you know harvest a bear. But I think when we rolled up on that uh, first herd of elk, and it was cool. I mean, we we got the camera on them, and there was bulls in there, and that was super neat to see them growing their velvet. And I think I was being a smart aleck and probably said something about Rosie's growing velvet. But <laughs> anyways. <laughs> uh, but what was cool is, you know, we noticed that there, it's almost birthing season. Yeah. And we actually didn't, you know, we weren't selfish in that moment. We actually backed out. Yeah. We did. Because we knew that's that's what we need. We need to have healthy herds and we need to see that continual life cycle. And we saw her kind of right in front of it. We just kind of backed out. We did the right thing. Yeah. We could have been total, you know. It's that time of year. Selfish people that said, oh, let's go, oh, gosh, let's go chase those bulls and love. But no, they're in velvet, and the cows are trying to birth. And, and there's two and there's two, <laughs> there's there's two parameters to that. There's they're birthing and what eats. Yeah. I mean, the, the exact animal that we're after, which is obviously black bears, that's, they, yeah. honestly, they're a predator. They prey on, I've seen a lot of bears, like, hanging within, this time of year, hanging with a 200 yards, you know, radius of elk herds, because they know that they're going to be dropping calves soon. Mm-hmm. So it's like, part of me is like, well, we need to back out. The other part of me is like, Wait, let's check. get it, yeah, let's get it a good distance, and let's watch this and see yeah. if, you know. Check the units around them, yeah. Exactly, exactly. So, yeah, th- that was a fun, that was a super fun part of last night, just just seeing that, and Seeing, like you said, the velvet on the horns and the uh, just this time of year is a, a neat time of year to get out, and um, and we have license to kill, right? Yes, we do. And you did. I mean, well, we did. We did. We did. Yeah, we did. <laughs> so anyway, I, I just, I don't know. I just um, this time, the springtime is. I, I I will attribute a lot of my. Um, passion now for it to Steve. Steve, as a lot of people know, he is the bear. He hunts bears every single year religiously, and uh, he's he's been around a lot of bears. And just in the last couple years, I've started to really, really get into it, and it's fun. It's a fun time, man. It's a blast. Yeah. It's it, a fun time. They're a different critter. 
Oh, for sure. Aren't they? Uh, we, it was great just to even want, kind of watch that, you know, Sal with his two cubs and yeah, that's they're just, cool. yeah, just kind of watch cool. them in their natural habitat. And I think in some ways too, just watch that, you know, the bear before we harvest it. You know, we had plenty of time to kind of look at it. It's yeah. just neat yeah. just to watch them. Didn't even know we were there. We're, no. we're in their, you know, backyard, but. What yeah. did you think, Joe? Like, you, this was your first bear you've ever killed. First bear ever killed, yeah. Um, what did you think? It was awesome. Uh, yeah, I just like seeing all the bears out there and, yeah, in their natural habitat. It was cool. Cruising around, eating. So this time of year, we're primarily looking for grass, right? That's yep. what they're eating on is grass. And anything dead, obviously, that they come by, but... Thank God we got up to that bear and it, it smelled fine. It wasn't rolling in dead stuff. I've been around a couple. It's been pretty rough. Not going to lie to you guys. That bear smelled fine. That bear was just, it smelled just fine. Yeah, no, that bear was shockingly not stinky no at all no nor was it have you been around some? nor was it greasy like people would think no like, it didn't have it didn't we have had layer of fat, i mean really? i thought of, i'm normally put glove gloves on kind of guy and there was like no problem yeah. breaking that breaking that bear down last night uh the only problem i think we had and we all could probably laugh about it was the uh Lack of uh, bug spray. <laughs> I wanted to touch on that. <laughs> a little, little rough. <laughs> Which is important. Wanted, I, wanted I think it's important that. for this time of year. People know. Yeah. No, if you're going to come to the Oregon coast... This, which is where we are. We're on we're on the coast of Oregon. I mean, we can hear the ocean. We can hear the okay. ocean from where we're at. So it's not that far away. <laughs> but if you're going to come to the Oregon coast, bring what? Bring 99% all the, deep? All the bug spray you can. All the bug spray I, you can. There's no <laughs> shortage have, of bug spray. We didn't have enough. What, do we have two wipes for three of us? Craig, luckily, I usually <laughs> have a can of bug spray in my door, my pickup, and I don't know where it went. I don't know. Anyway, but... Um, yeah. Yeah. Craig had two two wipes. Two wipes for the time my buddies say, why do you got all that crap in your pack? Well, we used them. We used them. And I, I oh man. I think we were halfway through last night and you, we, we, we were wise and we packed those wipes down with us and you were like, can you put that, can you just put that wipe, like tuck it into my just top of my shirt? My head, <laughs> we needed a little extra, anywhere. little extra deterrent. Oh man, when you're trying to carve meat and oh. do all that, it's like, they're just they're pounding just at your back, you. going oh. through your shirt. Just oh. hammering you. Yeah, it was a, it was a rough it was a rough go. So oh, it was brutal. Yeah, so it was brutal. So we got up this morning, went straight to town, <laughs> bought some bug spray. We're, we're dialed. <laughs> we're dialed. Yeah, we've got a ton of bug spray. <laughs> I, I think I, I think I made the comment like we need three cans, one for each person. Yeah, probably. <laughs> oh, it was nasty. Yeah. So no, that's this time of year, and then you got the ticks too. Oh, oh boy. Oh boy. Yeah. You guys are tick magnets. I, I was. I'm not for the ticks. I. Uh, you out? I was laying there peacefully, about to go fall back asleep, and and I felt a tick running across my chest. <laughs> so then I opened my door and I threw my pillows out. And I got out. Oh, you did? Yes. That's, oh. when, that's when you woke up. We didn't hear this story. Like, oh, here comes Joe. No, no. Oh, I was, no. I mean, I'm not too proud. I I rolled out there, and I was joking about the ticks crawling all over me. And Joe says, oh, you got a tick on your back. And he... Oh, you were Joey? Gently picked that thing off my back. I thought back. you said you had one on your sleeping. I wasn't joking. 
You had one. I was joking about how many there were in here. Oh, but they were. Oh, in. You were? Oh, but they were in here. Jokester over here. But they Joking were in here. Jokester. I mean, I didn't think like oh, one really? or two was that big of a deal. But when we really started taking a look, I had to take my shirt off in front of you boys and said, "Can you give me a look, see?" It was yeah. It was a. Uh... We were baby burden at that point. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yes, yeah, yes, we baby burden came out. Yes, we were. But, oh, Seems nothing nasty. worse than waking up with a tick on Ticks? you, Joe. See, I don't mind them at all. It was running across my chest, and I was like, oh, no. Lifted my shirt up. I was like, nope, I'm out of here. Not going to happen. Not going to happen. You bailed. I bailed. <laughs> bailed hard. <laughs> Open the door, pillows, everything just fell out. Just bailed. Yeah. <laughs> Goodness gracious. Yeah, I, I, I've never had an issue with ticks as far as, like, eh, they just, they're just another animal out there just crawling around. Not a big deal. I feel like we need to, like, maybe rub against Trent before we get uh, I was going to say, maybe there should be a case study uh, regarding this. Like, is it all about the pheromones or, like, the, the I don't know. odor you're putting off or just the... So, when the, when the hunt winners were here, which was a couple weeks ago, I mean, Court, he had... I mean, he had ticks on him all of the time, all of the time. And I've hunted with Cody in, um, in a lot of places, obviously, but over in Eastern Oregon and he would get ticks. I mean, he had 13 ticks. I think he had a tick count going and I never, I never had one. I never had any. So I'm going to borrow your hat and just rub it all over before we go down. But I, I, it kind of worries me because, like, you know, you're either a tick magnet or a chick magnet. But does that is there an overlapping there? Is there an overlapping? Like, do you, do you smell? Do you smell so bad they don't want on you? Or you know, I don't know. I, I don't know how that works. No idea. But they're the, the ticks are definitely not clingers. <laughs> on trend. On trend. On trend. They're definitely clinging on Joe and I at this camp. Oh, they, I they are interesting critters. Did, I actually just found one about about half hour ago. Yeah, you did. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. They're I, around. You know, uh, I just wanted to mention one thing because I I just enjoy it so much. You know, talking turkeys. Oh, I just wanted to bring it up. I just go. wanted to bring it here up. The old turkey time Trent here. Oh, TT. Triple T. Triple T. <laughs> that uh, we, we were very first spot. Very first spot we stopped oh. to check on bears. He put the brakes on and said, what the F? I've never seen turkeys up here. There was a mud uh, hole. Yep. <laughs> there was a mud hole. <laughs> yep. There was a mud hole, and it had turkey tracks in it. Just walk never, right through it. Oh, I've uh, never seen any turkeys, any turkeys where we're at, where we're hunting around right now. And I, oh, I'm going to well, tell Cody about that, and guess what? Yeah. We're going to be gobbling and we, clucking. We're going to be doing some clucking this tonight. This is now turkey camp, not this bear is, camp. Yeah, That's never going to happen. Jim. I would that's have to say, I would have to say your uh, playful passion for turkeys. <laughs> My playful passion. It's, there is no shortage of uh, turkey jokes. Oh, no. At this no, camp. No, 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 at no. this camp. At this camp. With, with Joe, <laughs> Joe and uh, turkey time here. Oh, yeah. No. It's... It's uh, you're still not gonna get me to hunt turkeys over elk any any day of the week, any day of the week. No, you don't see elk. Uh, I, I could go into it a long way. <laughs> well, let's just stop. Yeah, you just don't see elk breeding a plastic decoy. Okay, <laughs> you just don't see it. But turkeys are. Oh no! According to everybody, turkeys if they had a nose, if they could smell, you'd never kill one. Never. You'd never kill one. I don't know. Well, you know, it brings up a subject, though, 
Um, I know we didn't have any wind last night, but there was definitely some spots where we were spotting. And they say, uh, you know, bears have a tremendous uh, sense Incredible. of smell. And I kind of thought that a couple times we were looking, I think we were glassing uh, towards the south or south, you know, southeast a little bit. And the wind was coming out of the, of the you know, northwest there. Yep. And it made me think, like, this is so lush and green down here. And you're rattling off, oh, we saw bears here and there and there, and we just, we just didn't see bears. Right. So it made me wonder if that was, uh, you know, their sense of smell. Possibility. Was, I've had bears issue. smell me like if you're, like, where we were at last night and stuff on landings or something, and if the wind was, you saw me check the wind yeah. numerous yeah, times. Yeah, absolutely. Yesterday. When we were getting into serious time, right, when it was time to, like, shoot, when it was time to do all that, that's when I'll check the wind. Other than that, I'm just looking for bears. But they have, I mean, I've seen them like 500 yards across a whole unit and just go, raise their head up, gone. I mean, just gone. Run. They just run for the timber, and it's, it's really, really weird. They have a really, really good sense of smell. Their eyesight, everybody says, oh, their eyesight's, you know, not that great, which I would agree it's not awesome. Their eyesight isn't, but um, like that bear last night, if that would have been an elk, been gone. I think it would have been gone. Would have definitely. Yeah, I mean, we were two sixty away from it, straight across the draw. It wasn't like they we pay. Were, I think they elk pay a little more attention to. Yeah, yeah I do yeah. too. I do too. And and that kind of goes with I think bears are coming out of their you know they're being docile for a while. They're wanting to pack on pounds. They're wanting yeah. to really really you know get them and start grubbing. And um, anyway, they have one thing on their mind that's eating. And elk, they're kind of like, all right, yeah, I. Ate last night and this morning yeah that dude over there i'm out of here see ya yeah so i mean there's a there's it's, it's a different kind of hunt it's a it's a different kind of animal to be after but at the same time it was is super fun super fun this it's a time blast super fun so so anything joe closing comments bring the heat closing comments huh yeah i don't know I don't know what to say. Yeah. I'm worried about that with you. Uh, yeah, I know. I'm just, pretty rough. I'm just kidding. <laughs> uh, I would say um, people always talk about, and, I, and you, Trent, talk about it all the time because you get this from subscribers, about how do I find a honey partner or how do I, you know, find the perfect guy to share camp with? And, you know, that I, I truly think and feel, and, you know, obviously I haven't shared camp tremendously with you guys but when you're comfortable with people it's going to work out and you're going to have a great time yeah so i like to always think that if you can align your passions with like-minded people you're going to have a wonderful camp and you're going to have moments where it is pure selflessness and i, I mean like i, I mean that guys word. that are like if there was three tags in camp there's no doubt that we would have said, Joe, you're the guy. You're first on the trigger. You haven't so. you haven't killed a bear, nor have you killed a, an animal with a rifle in ten years. You hammer down. You need to experience that. You need to experience. You have I'm to back. be able to the <laughs> the joys of once the animal's down. You have your hugs. You have your high fives. You have your like that was awesome. You have a moment of reset. 
you gather your thoughts. Here's what we're going to do. You guys stay here. I'm going to go get this, whatever. Think about how we're going to go over to it. But when you go over to it, you go over it to the animal as a team. Oh, yeah. And it's all in. I mean, last night, you know, we're not can be able to have an area where we can three guys work on a knife but it was like hey craig hold this paw or here can you pull this skin back here straight up and, and that's what it is there's no question there's no question to ask yeah and then when we got the you know meat on our backs and we're blazing a trail out there with the headlamps it's like trent's leading and he's like making sure hey homeboy you guys good hey you know craig you're that footing that footing's really soft like make sure you gotta grab a hold when you come through that little chute there. there and it's that's that's the hunting that is your camp that is your brethren that is who you want to be with yeah no and, and i think everybody everybody has their 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 strengths and weaknesses right yeah so like sig optics you have your strengths with the gun you have your strengths with all this and stuff like that i've cut timber for a lot of years and so when we came out of there last night i was like hey guys be careful here because there was a lot of times if you if there was one slip you're gonna get hurt i mean you could get hurt really really bad you know i mean and so everybody kind of and it just goes to exactly what you're saying as far as we're all there for each other. Yeah. We're all brothers and we're back. all there for each other's and we got each other's backs. And it's like, let's, let's, let's learn off these and feed off these strengths and weaknesses that we have together. And, um, and let's make it, you know, a memorable moment, which exactly what it was. Best part coming out with you guys. <laughs> Loved it. Always nice when you hit the landing. Wasn't even that. I just like going through all the windfalls of climbing with you guys. Yeah. Yeah. It's the best part. Oh, man. It was, uh, <laughs> last night was a, it was a journey. We were surfing. We were surfing. <laughs> I, uh, I may have taken a spill or two. I got some good photos. I got some good photos. I no think one of the might, bear was a good one. I think you probably got one of the smaller two. Yeah. No, it was, it was, it was awesome. Yeah. It was awesome. Yeah. Uh, I like to just, uh, close up and say, you know, Trent, thanks so much for pushing Joe and I to, you know, clear our calendars, come out and to make this so special. And then just to be here and it's obviously a beautiful day that, you know, God has given us. And, you know, we have the stresses of work and the stresses of, you know, the coronavirus out there right now. And we're, we're just here trying to make the best of it. And, um, I really appreciate, you know, where you're coming from, the passion for the outdoors and passion about being around good people. And, uh, that's what, that's what life's about. You know, and we're making memories. We're making memories. We are making memories. And that's it's it that we're going to share for a lifetime. And and not only that, you know, on top of that, it's just like tomorrow's a new day. Yeah. What are we going to do tomorrow? Never know. What are we going to do tonight? Tonight. Joe? Well, I feel like we're going to go kill a couple bears. Well, we, <laughs> I kind of feel like we're going to shoot. We got bears. three really confident guys in camp that know how to glass. Yeah. And we've got a couple uh, people coming up with some tags. So, and it's a good I think day. it's going to be a long night. Next podcast could be a real, a real banger, a real humdinger. It's going to be about we three o'clock in the morning. Yeah. We might just have it at the fire. We could do that. Oh, yeah. I would love that. All right. Let's do that. Part guys, two. Part two of this podcast is going to happen tonight after the goings on. So we will take place. Hopefully. <laughs> hopefully. We'll see. We'll see. But I just thank everybody for listening to this podcast and uh, I hope it, you know, I don't know, maybe spark something in you, maybe to do something that 
you didn't think that you could do or do, you know, just go outside the box just a little bit and, um, and try something that you thought maybe was unachievable before. But, um, that's my goal in having this podcast and, and, and doing these films and stuff like that. So thank you guys so much. Appreciate it. Thank you. Thank you guys. Thanks for having me out here. Joe. Yeah. Nice shooting, bro. Thank you. All right. Thanks for having me. See ya.